the Business Storytelling Podcast with Christoph Trapp. Available on Google, Spotify, Apple, Pandora, and other podcast channels. Want to play it on your iPhone? Just ask Siri to play the Christoph Trapp Business Storytelling Podcast. Also available on Alexa. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Hey, how's everyone? Christoph Trapp here. Um, your host and author of Content Performance Culture, testing something new today. I see we are live using Restream. Um, certainly, I can put on other um, I can put on other logos there as well. But first time I'm using this channel. Looks like people are showing up on Twitter. Really, really appreciate you guys for um, tuning in. And I can't see the numbers on LinkedIn, uh, but we're trying it here. We got Periscope going, YouTube going. We have um, LinkedIn and Facebook. Even though I'll be honest, I'm not sure I send it to all the. Uh, I, I, I'm not sure I send it to the correct um, Facebook page. So, uh, but I'm trying new things, and this is the topic I want to talk about. I, I, I hate, hate, hate when people just go, "Let's do a test." We're testing. Hey, Scott, thanks for watching on Periscope on uh, Periscope and thanks for retweeting. Really, really appreciate that. Scott is an expert when it comes to voice strategy. I actually have his book right here. Um, I'm frozen on my one screen, but it looks like I'm still live on the other one. But this is his book, Voice Strategy, highly recommended, super easy read. And, you know, thanks guys for using um, very fantastic formatting, super easy to read, and very, very informative. Not sponsored, uh, just love their content, just love voice strategy, and it's certainly something I'm trying to get into more and more. Um, actually speaking at Content Marketing World about voice strategy here, um, just finished my recording, uh, my, my session, just recorded that. If you want to register, you can do that, contentmarketingworld.com, and um, TRAP100 gets you $100 off. Uh, I think that's what it is. So uh, if you have any questions, feel free to chime in. Hopefully I see it. It's kind of hard. I'm out of devices, honestly, um, to see what's going on on Twitter, but I got the LinkedIn version up here so I can see if there's any comments. Uh, so the topic today is why this marketing strategy won't be an overnight success. And I see this over and over and over and over um, that everybody wants results today. And I do too. I want results right away as well. But the reality is things take time. Uh, I wonder where does it tell me? This is what happens when you do something new. Where does it tell me how long I've been talking? Uh, you know, I, I I don't want to say there's a rule how long you can go or how long you um, should go, but I kind of want to go 20 minutes, and I can't even tell um, how far, how uh, how much time I've been on here. So one thing at a time. But marketing strategy is actually a lot of work. And marketing, building a brand takes a lot of time. And we have some great episodes coming up here. Uh, if you're watching on the live stream on the Business Storytelling Podcast, ctrap.online forward slash podcast, 
um, where we talk about branding. We're talking about unmeasurable goals. We're talking about all those different things, and they take time. If you're listening on the podcast version of this recording, um, those episodes just ran. So we're flip-flopping that just a little bit here um, because, you know, that's how you um, get the most out of your content. That's how you... Um, you know, maximize your output. But but let me just walk you through all the things that we have to think about when it comes to marketing strategy. Everyone wants to move their content from happening to performing, and it's possible. Check out my latest book with the latest tips and tricks and advice on how to establish that content performance culture. It's possible. The book is available at contentperformance.online. And the biggest thing is that, um, first of all, who are we trying to reach? Why are we trying to reach them? And I know everybody talks about, oh, we know who we try to reach. We know them, blah, 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 blah. And maybe we do. And maybe some people do. But the reality is that we've got to be crystal clear and we've got to write that down. Some people call it personas. Some people call it the customer profile. At the end of the day, we have to find a way to document that for the people. And, you know, when I was working with the publisher, the personas, the, the, the goal was you could hand the personas to somebody who's getting on the plane and then they can basically um, learn really quickly how to um, – how to uh, write for that audience. doesn't mean they're going to become an expert at every little thing uh, in that vertical, but they can learn enough. So it can't be so detailed and it can't go so deep that you need to study it for the next um, two weeks. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you have to kind of uh, really boil it down. I don't want to say oversimplify, but definitely boil it down and uh, make it simple for people to understand. The next thing is, and this is where this gets kind of difficult, um, just because you have it written down doesn't mean it's correct, right? Just because it's a document doesn't mean it's correct. So at the end of the day, maybe we're going after the wrong audience. Maybe we have the wrong customer profile in mind. Maybe we... um, you know, all those things apply. So um, so it's a continuously evolving thing. And when Andrea Fryer was on the show, and I, I really enjoy talking to her, Andrea wrote the book on agile marketing, actually a number of books. And check out her book um, at ctrap.online forward slash Andrea. And she talked about every time a chief marketing officer starts somewhere, the hourglass gets turned over and they have 18 months to make it work. And if you have to spend the first 12 months of the 18 months, um, you know, doing busy work or having to figure out the politics and all those things, really, really hard to get anything done because here's the reality of marketing. It is a marathon and it feels like you're sprinting nonstop. So that's okay to an extent. I don't mind that necessarily, but you have to get going. And and the other thing is it takes time to create good content, to find the right channel. So I'll give you an example here, right? We're live on 
um, one, two, three, four channels. Then I'm taking that content, I'm turning it into a podcast, which goes on another nine channels or 10 channels or something like that. Pandora, Google, Apple, Spotify, Breaker, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and uh, you can also ask your personal assistant, by the way, to, to play the podcast. So that's available as well. But the adoption and the usage changes. And the more crowded it gets and the more companies evolve, things change all the time. I'll give you an example. A few years ago, uh, we were basically in the organic era. I didn't have to pay any money for anything, right? As long as I created good content, I was able to get it in front of people very, very organically. In fact, one of my first projects was like 12 years ago, uh, first digital marketing projects. And uh, I didn't pay a penny or anything. It was just people sharing stuff. Algorithms wasn't really a thing that um, that we should, we even had to worry about. So, but my point is things change all the time. So you can't feel so bad about it. And then the next problem is you have all kinds of people who have all kinds of opinions that they didn't, shouldn't have opinions about. Everybody has an opinion about marketing. Everybody has an opinion about how easy it is. I'll give you an example. And she didn't do anything um, wrong or anything like that, you know. But my wife needed some help with uh, video editing. And I know how to video edit. But but here's the thing. It's not just like a two-minute thing, right? It's not just a, a five-minute thing. I mean, it takes time to edit. You have to uh, figure out what to edit, how to edit, uh, anything else you need to do. Then you have to export. I was just exporting a podcast recording and it took took a while you know once you had the clips together once you exported it so those things take time and then every time somebody finds a way to nitpick the heck out of it um you know you're wasting time because you're not spending the time on the high performing stuff now that doesn't mean we shouldn't fix mistakes that doesn't mean we shouldn't um you know um provide quality content quality things but at the end of the day we have to move forward and we have to try things and content that doesn't get published and content that doesn't get in front of people will never perform at the end i mean that's why i'm pushing this thing to all these different um networks right and i got this dashboard up here as you can see on restream first time i'm using this using the uh, pro version um, for a little bit see how that works uh, I do believe I can download the video so then I can extract the audio and um, go from there. But um, that's why I do that. I don't send it to all these channels just because I, I, you know, I have nothing better to do. I send it to all the channels to maximize what I can get out of my content. And so you can see, hey, look, the guy knows what he's talking about. He knows marketing. He understands marketing. He has thoughts that are worth following. And, you know, that's what brands have to do uh, when it comes to their marketing strategy. They have to find all the channels where their audiences are, and then they have to continuously reach out to your, their audiences on those channels. And it's a recurring thing. When, when I was talking to Lori Cohen, who is a chief marketing executive, she's talking about, like, I think it was 20 touch points um, for customers, 20 touch points. So if you see one of my shows, if you see one of my ads, if you see one of my tweets, that's only three, right? You still have to, I still got 17 to go. And that's 
why marketing strategy doesn't work overnight. And then here's the other problem that I see more and more, quite quite honestly, is even when the marketing strategy is good, you still have to get people in, uh, you know, you still have to create a good product that people actually want to consume. And if they don't want to consume it, um, and if it doesn't work, um, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the marketing piece. I'm talking about the product. Once they're in the door, is the product holding up what the marketing promised? I mean, I can promise you all kinds of things. I can talk about marketing strategy. Here's what you do. But if I can't do it, the, the, the product is not holding up. If I'm talking about software, we had Scott Brinker on the show who talked about the gazillion marketing technology tools out there. And, you know, they all do marketing. They all get in front of people. They all share uh, valuable content. In fact, I've looked at a lot of fantastic um, tools uh, that do fantastic marketing. But when they get out there in the wild and, um, you know, and I try to use them, they blow. So the marketing got me there. But then at the end of the day, uh, it didn't, the, the product didn't hold up. Uh, so you can do the best marketing in the world. At some point, that comes back and circles back and, and haunts the company um, just enough, quite frankly. So it's just something to think about. Um, those things. And the next thing is you got to spend money to make money. I mean, I, I hate throwing around these cliches, guys, but um, you have to. Today, we're in the paid era. Um, Google ads, it's probably, you probably can't avoid it. Um, social media ads, depending on your, your audience, you probably got to run them. Uh, kind of debatable what channel is best. Um, I Personally, would um, personally, I'm a Google Ads fan. Um, right this second, um, Facebook, depending on the product, maybe. Uh, but clicks on social media are so down across the board, right? Who clicks on social media? I don't. I go on social media. If somebody has a video I can look at. I do that. I watch the video, but I don't necessarily. Um, you know, do anything else. Um, I don't click over very rarely. Uh, when I read the Washington Post and the New York Times, um, I do it. But that's a different relationship, right? Because they're the news media. They're not necessarily a brand that's sharing content um, for one reason or another. Um, so it does take time. It takes grit. It takes pushing forward, fiddling with things daily. Uh, I can't believe how some marketers never look at their numbers. That's like I do. That's the first thing I do every day. I look at the numbers. Sometimes I look at the numbers off schedule because, you know, uh, I get a notification. I use the WordPress app, which is really nice. And it tells me when something is uh, when something is taken off, when something is, um, you know, um, working. So something to think about. Give it time. It takes time. Uh, any marketer that will promise you immediate results, I think they're over-promising. Uh, and I, I really don't necessarily like the whole thing about under-promise, over-deliver or whatever. But at the end of the day, you got to be realistic. What can you accomplish? How quickly can you get there? Um, and especially when you build a new brand, it's going to take a few months um, just to kind of start building that audience. And 
you know, then you still got to find the people that want to buy. And remember when Tamara Burkett was on the show, still one of my most quoted shows, quite frankly, she was in the top five for a long time with the show. And um, she said, you know, 3% of people are ready to buy at any given time. So what that means is that if you have 100 people reading, three at most are ready to buy from you. Um, so the other 97, they might be interested at some point, but maybe not today, maybe not at this time. So keep that in mind. Top of funnel engagement still matters. It's still a thing. People drop out, people come back in. So it's not necessarily a linear process, um, but you know, it does take time. Now celebrate the quick wins, celebrate the early wins. And I'm also, I believe in the content performance culture, my friends, as you can see, I got all my books behind me here, but content performance culture, content performance, that online sends you right over to Amazon. And I, I hope you guys all take a look. Uh, it is honestly, it is a textbook. Uh, it's not, you don't um, cuddle up on your, on your favorite reading chair to read it, but um, you know, I do believe in that you want to drive performance. I do believe in that you want to drive results, but it takes time. I mean, think about, um, you know, professional athletes. I just listened to, uh, it was Dwayne Haskins the other day. He He's the uh, Washington football team quarterback. You know, he said, I've been playing quarterback for 13 years. And, you know, it's a second year, I think, in the league. So he's been practicing, you know, for 13 years. And uh, and he now he's in his second year as an NFL quarterback. So it takes time. It takes effort. It takes continuation. Um, there's so many campaigns that I see, so many marketing strategies that think of everything as a campaign. And somebody talked about this the other day uh, on the Business Storytelling Podcast. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but you have to stop thinking of everything as a campaign. Start thinking of it as, um, you know, a project. It's ongoing. It doesn't stop. Uh, you keep going because if you're just running a campaign right and left and you stop and stop and you stop, uh, stop and start and stop and start and go from there, it's really, really hard to make it a success and keep building on that, um, on that uh, success. You know, even when it comes to Google, organic search. I'll give you an example. A project I was working on here um, doubled the organic traffic in a month. And it's a relatively small number to a small, bigger, smaller number, right? But um, if you listen to all these copywriting experts on the show, they will tell you, you don't want to go after the huge search terms that everybody is trying to ring for. You want to go after the terms that um, you know, that you have a chance for. So like 80 to 600 monthly searches, something like that. So just something to keep in mind uh, as you're moving forward. Now, I don't want to say slow and steady, but steady and steady, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term. Um, so marketing can work. Marketing can help you build your brand. Marketing can help you drive leads. And yes, we want to measure everything. Um, and that's certainly fine. And, and we want to do that. But keep it in mind, it won't be an overnight success because hardly anything is. Even the stuff that looks like overnight success 
It's not an overnight success. No idea how long this episode lasted. If you have any questions, feel free to drop me a note. Um, I'll be checking all these social media streams and um, ctrap at gmail.com. Certainly always happy to hear from you. Uh, guest recommendations, guest uh, topic suggestions, anything like that, let me know. Um, right now, if you're watching on the live stream, I'm pretty sure I'll be back on Friday, potentially Friday morning or Friday afternoon, uh, maybe both times. We'll see. And uh, we'll talk more about marketing, how to tell better stories, how to tell, how to have a better content experience. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Always appreciate everyone. Um, good luck making your marketing a success and having the grit to keep pushing forward. Really uh, wish you the best of luck. And, and uh, certainly it's something that takes effort, time, and resources. So um, best of luck and, uh, you know, send me ideas, send me thoughts, send me uh, any questions you might have. Until next time. Reach out now and drop us a message at ctrap at gmail.com.